Would you like to exchange best practices and ideas to improve care, enhance operational efficiency, and address financial challenges with your peers? Becker's Healthcare is facilitating these conversations at their 8th Annual Health IT, Digital Health, and RCM meeting. You can check your eligibility for complimentary attendance at the link in the description. We are excited to welcome you in October. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Marcus Speaker, Associate Chief Medical Information Officer at Corellian Clinic. Marcus, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Oh, well, it's great to be here. Now, I know we have a lot to talk about. There's so much happening in healthcare is evolving really quickly. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell me just a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure, would, would love to. Um, I have been with Carillion now for over 22 years. Um, started off as a, as a resident in family medicine and then moved on um, and uh, also picked up my board certification in clinical informatics um, and have been doing informatics work uh, for Carillion for uh, the better part of 15 years. Um, work mainly with our EPIC implementation, uh, work uh, both on the ambulatory side and um, inpatient, working with clinical decision support, clinical content, and functionality, um, and love, love every minute of it. That's great to hear. And, you know, it is definitely such an important time right now in thinking through all the different ways that you can connect with patients and technology and the data that's available right now. So I'm excited to talk more about what you're doing at Curlian Clinic and, you know, what opportunities do you see along those lines and what headwinds, I guess, do you also have your eyes on right now? Sure. Um, you know what? I, I love that. I love that word. Head, headwinds, um, and, I, and I think about sailing and how, um, you know, when when you when you sail into a into a headwind, you can't take things straight on, and so you have to take a slightly different different turn. And you know, I think right now uh, we're faced with uh, as a health system uh, rising costs, um, which cut into the margins. And so, you know, one of the things that we're looking at is how we can do more or the same with with less. It's a great time, um, rather than implementing new products, um, to simply look at, are we doing things efficiently? Can we update our workflows and our processes? Can we, um, can we operate a little leaner? Can we um, look at, at cutting some of the fat and, and be more efficient? And so I think that's, that's a place that we um, have been focused over the past year and probably will be looking at um, in the year to come. Um, but I also think there are some great opportunities um, as we've started to, well, as we've come out of the pandemic, um, looking back at building teams. Um, and so how do you lead hybrid teams, especially um, in, the, in the IT and clinical informatics space? Um, it's a place that we are learning and growing um, and again, I think great, great opportunities for us um, around um, doing things differently in the years to come. That's a really great point. And, and certainly, you know, I, I think a lot of organizations would join you in trying to figure out how to do more with less and, and really understand, um, you know, what they are able to do as margins tighten and those types of things. So, you know, when you look from the technology side, where do you see 
um, some spaces that it really makes sense to um, continue to invest time and resources and financially as well, um, you know, to make sure that you're doing what you need with your teams and in growing and developing um, in a way that will support what you'll need in the future. Well, I, I think uh, a number of things, certainly first and foremost, looking toward best practices. So we're all doing things differently and who is doing it well. So learning from other organizations similar to ourselves, collaborating with those organizations in terms of sharing those best practices. I think also looking to the tools that we have and looking at how we can leverage those tools to better serve our internal customers. So are we, are we making um, efficient use of, you know, we're, we're a Microsoft uh, team shop. So um, how do we collaborate best through teams? What are those best practices? Um, and those don't necessarily have to come from healthcare. Those, those can come from, from across you know, a spectrum of, of industries, um, but really learning how people are doing this well, who's doing it great, and then implement those things with our, with our teams. That makes a lot of sense. You know, it just definitely um, is like a like you mentioned, a time to really extend those partnerships and think through how you can do things a little bit differently. Now, I know as we've been talking about, um, you know, the situation in healthcare is evolving, but how are you thinking about growth as well as adding value to Curly and Clinic? What does that look like for you? Yes, great, great question. Growth, um, I think right now revolves around innovation. And, and when I think about innovation, I don't necessarily think about the, the, the newest or the, or, the, or the brightest thing out there. I think in any time we're putting in something that's new to our organization, that can be innovative. And so using imitation as, as innovation, um, again, looking to others that have gone forward, figure out what has worked, and then bring those practices um, into Carilion Clinic and, and, and implement those as, as best we can. And so from a growth perspective, I think in the next year or so, doing a lot of imitation type work to really move us forward. I also think in terms of adding value, that value proposition, from an IT leadership perspective, one of the things that I think that, that we do well um, within clinical informatics is that we can help our, our customers, our non-IT uh, leaders um, look for better ways to engage vendors. Um, there is a lot of, um, and I'll use the word vaporware, there's a lot of vaporware out there, people coming forward with new ideas that are not fully put together and they look so appealing. If you look at um, you know, everybody now is on the, on the, the AI bandwagon, the chat GPT, um, you know, and, and so we have people calling almost daily about how they have this new system based upon chat GPT that's going to revolutionize healthcare and helping, helping our leaders uh, be able to, to navigate that and figure out what is, what is true, what is maybe not ready for prime time yet. Um, and then keeping that keen eye on, on the ROI. Again, we have a, a number of vendors that will 
that will come in and have have conversations and they will show us how much how much money we can we can save and really breaking that down and helping our leaders understand what the true cost of investment is for a lot of these um, uh, these different systems so I think both one trying to trying to innovate through imitation and and then the other piece is when we're not imitating and we really are going after that next thing, making sure that that whatever we're going to put in place, the new bright shiny piece is um, ha has that has that good ROI and is a fully baked product. That's amazing to hear and definitely makes a lot of sense in terms of how you're thinking through what you need to do to bring in new technology or integrate and work with companies as they're um, bringing ideas and in, in startups to you. I can imagine that it, there's a, um, just a, you know, a million and one things that come across your plate on any given day. So um, it certainly is great to be able to identify those that are going to make a difference and have that ROI for a Carillion clinic and then you know, figure out how to move forward from there. And along those lines, you know, what is either one risk or investment that is still worth making this year, especially um, as we consider, you know, where we're headed in, in some of the, as we've been talking through ways that healthcare organizations are needing to do more with less? Sure. Um, so uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and, and get a little risky when we talk about risk. I think one risk that some organizations may want to to look at, I don't think that, that Trillion Clinic is, is quite ready to do this at, at this point, um, but that would be to start looking at a strategy around long-term workforce reduction, um, especially around um, those lower level white collar positions that are not necessarily patient patient facing, and so I think about billing and coding and and chart abstraction and, and some of some of those areas, because I do think that um, with with the changes that are coming with machine learning, those positions um, over the next ten years, some some kind of time frame, um, will slowly be eliminated. And so starting to think about um, a strategy and developing a strategy um, for automating a, a lot of, uh, of the billing and coding and other areas um, within the, the, the health system that may be replaced by, by machine learning. And so I think that's, that's a little risky, that, that, that piece, uh, almost hesitant to, to go out that way. But, um, but I think if, if people are looking at, at, at risks, um, that would be one that, that I might, um, might suggest. In terms of investments, I think it makes a great deal of sense to, to invest back in, back in the staff and the users and the physicians. Um, you know, we're, we're coming out of the, the pandemic. This is a great time to reconnect um, with, um, with the providers and nurses, allow them to recharge while Many people in the U.S. in the past three years had significant time away from work. Our providers uh, really did step up and for a long time didn't get any type of break. And so how can, how can we as a health system reinvest in, um, in their well-being, um, whether that's you know, uh, extended vacations or, um, or other benefits 
um, how can we help them reconnect with one another and and help their um, their mental well-being? Absolutely. I think that's a really great point. And just to look internally to see for opportunities in spaces where you can really build up the workforce and, and make sure that people aren't feeling the burnout too much. Now, I just have one more question before we wrap up our conversation. You know, looking ahead, where do you see some of the big opportunities for yourself and your teams to really grow and develop as Curly and Clinic, uh, you know, moves forward with this mission to care for patients in the community? Yeah, um, I, I think as we go forward, uh, a, a major focus on happiness, um, bringing back the, the joy of, of work, um, not only for ourselves, but also for our, our customers, for our, our physicians and our patients. You know, uh, you, you mentioned burnout and, and you know, physician burnout is at an all-time high. And so how can, we, how can we bring back that joy of medicine to our providers, but not only our providers, but our nurses and our staff. Um, how can we make it fun for our IT staff and, and informatics staff to, you know, to want to come to work and want to engage and want to do this job? Um, I think that that um, focusing in in those areas and growing in those areas uh, are going to be very important uh, as we as we go into 2023 and 2024. Marcus, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I think that is incredible insight and definitely something that will be helpful for organizations across the country. I appreciate you being here and look forward to connecting with you again soon. Sounds great. Thank you very much.